Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, President and Founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Tuesday, kicking off the week right, moving things in the right direction. Over the last several weeks, we've had product-related episodes. So I want to throw one more product-related episode in this sprint, or in this this sprint, this week. <laughs> and this week's episode talks about product goals and Scrum. Now, I recently read a really, really good article by someone who I consider a good friend, Roman Pickler. And here's what Roman said. He explains that the Scrum Guide released in November of 2020 states that the product goal describes a future state of the product. It is a long-term objective for the Scrum team. It also suggests that the product goal is in a product backlog. The rest of the product backlog emerges to define what will fulfill the product goal. The product owner is accountable for developing and explicitly communicating the product goal. The entire Scrum team is then focused on one product goal at a time. Now, this is really, really interesting to me. To think that this came out as a, an addition or a change to the Scrum Guide that was published in November of 2020. When in fact, if you go back a little further than that, I don't know, how about 2017, what you'll quickly discover is that I published the Agile 12-step program way before that. And um, one of the things that um, that I mentioned in there is that uh, that we needed to have a product goal that was specific for product owners that was going to help them manage the product. But then I took it one step further and put out in a document that came out in 2018 that was firmed up in 2020 before the Scrum Guide came out, um, an Agile Meetings Guide that talks about the difference between an enterprise vision and strategy, an enterprise goal, versus a product-specific vision and strategy or goal. So for quite some time, I've been calling out the need for this product goal, and I'm happy that Ken and Jeff and others have finally come to the conclusion that they are two separate things and that it is necessary, and that that product vision or that product goal is what should drive the efforts to create the backlog. Now, I'm going to take it one step further. I'm going to say that the initial vision ties to the organizational vision and strategy. This is to make sure that we're all walking to the beat of the same drum. And as an organization, we have organizational goals that are going to help us achieve amazing products and services. And, and I agree that that's absolutely necessary. And this is where you start to see things like the Agile press release or Agile vision statements. And you start to start, you start to see things like business model canvas and, and typical things that you would see to make sure we've identified the right target users that um, we want to know the ultimate purpose of what's happening, what positive change is going to happen. And uh, this vision is just a real high level. Hey, these are our marching orders. This is where we're going to go. Then when you come down to the product level, you start to hear things like product vision. Now, this is what the product should bring about. I mean, it's just pretty straightforward. If you have a product vision, you're, you should be all about what the product's going to do and how it's going to do it, right? Uh, then when you start to get down, when you start to break down that product vision, that's where you're going to start to include your analysts. Now, this is something I talk about quite a bit. The importance of a product owner not making decisions and not trying to choose to do everything as a subject matter expert and making those decisions in a bubble. I believe it's important that they should lean on other individuals who have knowledge, like a business analyst who has knowledge of the of the customers every want, need, women desire, so that they could bring that information back to the product owner to make good decisions. A functional analyst who strategically knows what direction the organization is trying to take things and is in line with the corporate vision and strategy. And then a technical analyst who can analyze technological feasibility 
and tell us more in more detail about whether or not products are going to integrate so they know all about architecture and infrastructure and how things work so that we can make sure that we're not shooting ourselves in the foot creating a product a certain way and that we're meeting the needs of what we have of what we're trying to do now where does the product goal fit in you might be asking the product goal defines the future state of the product as desired uh, benefit or outcome and uh, the product should okay so going into detail I'll say this one more time if the product goal describes the future state of the product and the desired benefit or outcome the product should create there that was a lot cleaner so if that initial definition that I gave you left you scratch in your head don't worry uh, Roma goes on to say that scrum is a simple framework designed to facilitate the development of complex systems or products it does not intend to be prescriptive on how it practices uh, the R or these things should be applied. The product goal is best used to describe a specific measurable benefit or an outcome a product should achieve in order uh, to add value in the course of the next two to six months. Now, this was enlightening to me because when I read this the way Roman described it, it made a lot of sense. So. If I'm thinking in terms of two to six months, that's thinking in, in terms of either a small release or thinking in terms of a couple of quarters on a roadmap. So what they're saying is that your product goal should be tied to uh, the next two to six months. And if that's true, then that sounds to me like it aligns pretty well with a traditional roadmap. Therefore, when I start talking about roadmaps and I start talking about setting roadmap level goals for each quarter, that might be considered a product goal. So if you're used to seeing things the traditional way, it's real easy for you to cross that barrier and to describe what your goal is for the next several months so that you can have a clean outcome for what you're trying to do. And notice I said outcome again, because you're gonna be building output, but that output is gonna to lead to a successful outcome. And teams that are successful and focusing on outcome, with you know the right outcome, happy customers, with as little output as possible, are the ones that are gonna have the biggest impact on the product or service or what they're trying to build. So the sprint goal is tied to the benefit that you're trying to achieve that sprint. The product goal is tied more or less to a roadmap or a small release for what you're trying to see for the next two to six months. The users and business goals are captured by the BAFATA, business analyst, functional analyst, technical analyst, and that's the value proposition uh, to the end users, to the organization, and to the technology group. And those should all be in line with both the product vision and then the strategic vision for the organization. So I think that this kind of ties it all together and puts a nice little bow on it quite well. I think that if you understand the way things are laid out, product goals fit quite well into a product roadmap and it just makes sense, right? And then you can translate those product goals back into the product backlog to make sure everything lines up and then allow for the breakdown of items so that the teams can have the tools they need to be able to do their job well. Wow, that was kind of powerful and kind of cool. Roman, thanks for writing that article. I'm going to make sure I drop your uh, your link in there so that everybody can see where we got this from. So if you want to follow up and uh, see what the original post was. But this was just an eye-opening piece of the 2020 Scrum Guide that I don't know that I spent a lot of time focusing on. So I'm glad, Roman, that you did because it definitely opened up my eyes and showed me some things that I didn't see before.
So if you have an idea for something you'd like to hear as an episode of the Daily Stand-Up Podcast, don't hesitate to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. You can do that at learnmoreatagiledad.com. We would love to hear what your ideas are and get them incorporated into an episode for our podcast. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.